There is a great difference between comprehending the knowledge of things and tasting the hidden life of them. Chapter 2, Section D. The Psalms and Other Scripture Passages One part of the Bible through which people often find a personal connection with God is the book of Psalms. Reading a favorite psalm, or opening somewhere in that book and reading whatever appears, can be a very effective beginning for a time of private devotion. Psalm 121, for example, establishes the importance of looking to God. Quote, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from God, who made heaven and earth. Unquote. Psalm 100 reminds us of God's goodness. Quote, For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth continues to all generations. Unquote. Woven through much of the Psalms is an insistence that God alone be worshipped, and that trusting in other gods leads away from peace and into confusion. Depression and despair also find ample expression in the Psalms, as in Psalm 102 where it says, quote, my heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat. I have mingled my drink with weeping, unquote. However, the Psalms continually affirm that God acts with mercy and love. As in Psalm 103, where it says, quote, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all God's benefits, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with love and tender compassion. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in love. Unquote. Not only in Psalms, but throughout the rest of the Bible, passages reach beyond historical or doctrinal statements to give voice to the spiritual conditions and longings of each of us. Whether a particular passage has spiritual significance at a given time depends on the immediate state of the reader or hearer. A section that is meaningless one day may be deeply significant a few days later under different spiritual circumstances. Or, it can take years before the reader gains insight into this passage's spiritual significance. Similarly, a section that means a lot at one reading can open into additional, even entirely new dimensions later on. Here we present a number of passages that friends have found speaking to their condition. From Psalm 96, verses 1, 4, and 11. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all earth. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. From Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 and 2. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come and buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the riches of fare. Matthew chapter 5, verses 4, 5, and 7. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Isaiah, 
Chapter 11, verses 6 and 9 The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. They will neither harm nor destroy all on my holy mountain. Isaiah chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 I will praise you, O Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 33 and 34, and Hebrews chapter 8 verses 10 to 12. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they all will know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. 1 John, chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. And this is God's command, to believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another. Those who obey God's command live in God, and God lives in them. This is how we know. We know by the Spirit God gave us. Matthew, chapter 3, verse 11. I... John, baptize you with water for repentance. But after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Matthew, chapter 11, verse 27. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and those whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. John, first chapter, verses 1 to 5 and verse 9. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. This was the true light that gives light to every man who comes into the world. John chapter 6 verses 32 through 35 Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, 
but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, from now on give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. John chapter 15, verse 4. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. John, chapter 15, verses 14 through 16. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Acts chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. And Jesus said to them, Wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Romans chapter 10 verse 8 But what does it say? It says, The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith we are proclaiming. 1 Corinthians, first chapter, verse 17 Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel not with words of human wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 But he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 Now to each one the manifestations of the Spirit is given for the common good. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13 For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail your test. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called into one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, 
who is over all and through all and in all. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for it is light that makes everything visible. Colossians chapter 1, verses 27. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. Familiarity with the scriptures does not happen all at once, but even a small beginning can have positive spiritual as well as cognitive effects. For example, internalizing those few verses we just read from the 96th Psalm provides a person with ready words of rejoicing and praise when even small blessings are encountered. Recalling a few phrases from the 23rd Psalm offers encouragement to trust God under stress. Living in and nurturing our own spiritual responsiveness in daily situations opens the door to God's work in our lives. In turn, As we allow God to work within us, we become more able to tap into the resources for growth in both knowledge and faith which God has provided within the Bible. And, as we become more in tune with God's purposes, we are further enabled to reach out to others in ways pleasing to God. The Bible, taken in its entirety, presents a description of God's call to humanity to listen to God and to respond with faith, to confess our human inabilities and to surrender to God's love. To recognize that God's love is made known to us through God's Son, Jesus Christ, and then to share that love with our neighbors, wherever we may find them. Although the essence of this message is simple, fully comprehending its complexities is beyond the ability of any individual person. Nevertheless, we are drawn by the power of God into faithfulness to God, and thence into unity with each other. The Bible is a useful tool for directing our thoughts into a clearer understanding of God's purposes, for finding words to express our inherent spiritual desires, and for shaping our responses to God's work within us. There is a great difference between comprehending the knowledge of things and tasting the hidden life of them. 
I fed on the sweetness of the former before finding the true manna of the latter. This podcast has presented a portion of the book Traditional Quaker Christianity. The book was assembled and edited by Cherry Wallace, Jack and Susan Smith, and Arthur Burke. It was read by Chip Thomas, and the audio edited by the same. The music was provided by Paulette Meyer. Paulette's music is available at paulettemeyer.com.